0: Everybody, welcome to caffeinated humor. You know, there's a certain intellectual headiness to finishing any number of the classics. You know, anybody that can knuckle down and just make their way through *The Great Gatsby* by Fitzgerald, hats off to you. It's a snooze fest. You read *Anna Karenina* by Tolstoy. Immediately, you want to join a book club. Why? Because you feel better about yourself. If you made the mistake of reading Orwell's 1984, eh, it was crap. I was never an Orwell fan. Basically, when I was six, I read The Hobbit, which that's the classic of all times. And then at about, I think, seven and a half or eight, I read The Lord of the Rings. Hands down, greatest series ever written. But by the time I was about 12, I was reading Hardcore, nothing but sci-fi and fantasy. And my mother finally said, I'm done with this shit. You are on a, a a ban. You're not allowed to read for a year unless it's a classic. So being the voracious reader that I was, I always had a book. I went through a huge amount of the classics. And Of course, it led to the arrogance of assuming I'm better than everybody else. Now, that's true, but it's based on different criteria as time has gone on. So by the time I got to college and we began being forced to read books, I could just go by memory and do my book reports. It made life easier, which is great because college is pretty much when my ADD kicked into overdrive. So focusing on a class sucked unless it was something I could be feel intellectually superior about and not cheat but just not do the work. I could just like write it down out of memory and I did I you know I did a fourth of the work there. So it made life better. Now, here is the problem I have with other people reading the classics. They think they're smart. Which is not bad. That's a fine thing, unless you're not. Because if you're not, that means you're a douche, and most douches are nerds and insufferable nerds at that. Because here's what happens when you give a nerd some sort of confidence in one area of his life. He's convinced that it carries over into all the other areas. If you've ever seen a complete and total douche nerd think that he is sweetly dangerous with the ladies, it's a scary thing to behold. This is exactly why they invented mace and tasers. But it's that weird kind of intellectual spinning merry-go-round that has led us to today's episode, which is called Breaking the Ice on today's Caffeinated Humor. Best of times, it was the worst of times. That is the first words from A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. Dickens blew chunks, by the way, as a general rule. He had this really annoying habit of going into ridiculous amount of detail about crap that had little or nothing to do with the actual story. By my figuring, his ADD was off the charts. Horrendous. Just from the looks of it. And he really needed a mainline of whatever passed for Ritalin way back when. Probably opium. That seemed to be the answer everybody had for it. Dickens is a torture device used by college professors to weed out pikers and students who are not serious. It's like computer programmers, and they used to use COBOL, that language, for uh, the same reason. And it works well. But as an opening line, it was one of Dickens' best. I'll give him that one. With all the blogging, podcasting, I have developed a newfound respect for a solid opening line. Because opening lines can be as obscure as hell, but they cut the eyes, they get your attention, and, for the most part, they hook you into reading at least another page. And that's the whole point. Here's a quick half-dozen of my favorite opening lines that kind of hooked me in because they were weird. Call me Ishmael. The sky above the port was the color of television, tuned to a dead channel. They shoot the white girl first. He was an old man who fished alone in a skiff in the Gulf Stream, and he had gone 84 days now without taking a fish. Okay, not a phenomenal opening line, but this story hit me at just the right time of life and it rocked my world, so it, it's in here. It was a pleasure to burn. To be born again, saying Gabriel Farishta, tumbling from the heavens. But first, you have to die. Now, why all the emphasis on opening lines, you say? Because I'm in my favorite Manhattan Beach, California Starbucks down near the pier. And the guy next to me has been mumbling opening lines for the last five minutes. It's a little weird and a lot creepy. Every woman that walks through the door, he mumbles a bizarre opening line under his breath, just loud enough that I can barely hear it. And the lines are the sort that will probably get you either tasered or maced or both, depending on the victim's mood. And victim is a very carefully chosen word here. Here Here's another half of a dozen quick lines from Creepy Boy. I'll bet that coffee's not as hot as you. How do you take your coffee? I take mine with Viagra. Can I lick the cup when you're done with it? If I follow you home, will you keep me? You should see my O-face. It's awesome. Now, I was tempted to comment on each one, but I really didn't want the creep, like, you know, rubbing off on me. I got enough problems in life, you know. Now, I'm starting to think he either figured I couldn't hear him or he was certain I was listening. The freak flag is flying no matter whether I heard him or not. But if he was setting me up, it's even creepier. Mainly because I hate being played, but second, uh, God forbid I'm like, he wants a partner in crime. He wants a wingman for creepiness. Now, I can think of five or six women I know that would have just light his ass up if they even caught a whiff of this guy's creepy game. I have an affinity for alpha females, and on a regular basis, I, I realize that the females that I hang out with are kind of a whole bunch of Amazons. I mean, it's a heady environment, let me tell you. These are not women to fuck with. Every now and then, the news reports about a dead body found in the middle of nowhere, semi-mutilated. Now, what do you want to bet that it all started with some sort of creepy pickup line hurled at the wrong woman? All right, time for coffee. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.